Gun line, gun line, gun line. Fire mission coming down. I'm your host, Lopez, and you're here on the Gun Line Podcast, where we shoot the shit like we did in the past. And talking about the fucking past, I got a blast from the past here. My old chief, Sergeant Juarez, you wouldn't believe this if I told you, he ain't retired just yet, and this man's got a full-grown motherfucking Sons of Anarchy beard growing, and that shit looks fly as fuck. So go on and pop a squat, because this is about to get hot right here. You're on the gun line now. What is up, brother? What is up? Not much, man. What's going on? How you been? Oh, you know, just living the dream, podcasting after fucking work, and um, trying to stay alive with this coronavirus shit. But God damn, I still, I'm still amazed at your fucking beautiful, manly fucking beard, bro. <laughs> oh. Dude, dude, this is it's a lot of work to have a beard, man. It's not just a. You know, you grow it in and and just, you know, let it hang or whatever, man. You got to do a lot to it. Comb it and oil it and like all kinds of stuff, man. God damn. Yeah, when I was growing my shit out, I mean, it looked fucking fly as fuck. But I can't grow a beard, bro. I only grow this part right here. That shit. Yeah, you know. yeah I, was, I was talking to one of my mentors the other day, and uh, he was like, do you shave it like here? I was like, no, it just grows all. all. It's the only <laughs> place that it don't grow. <laughs> God damn, you got to put some fucking Rogaine in between there, but actually, it looks pretty fly, man. Yeah, 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 thanks. And it just amazes me that I remember getting smoked by you for not shaving in the morning before we went on mission, and yet, here you go, fucking AR670-1 went out the window. <laughs> you know, that, a lot of things kind of went out the window um, once I got my retirement orders, man. It was just kind of like, you know, uh, I'm done, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I still... But, but but plus two, uh, you know where I'm at right now. It's a small installation too, and um, uh, you know we 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 just got uh, changed. Our unit just got changed from uh, commands. Oh, so that. we we had a command here that was on on station here, and right now they just got us for AdCon. But uh, uh, our command is actually out of Fort Bliss. Okay. Um, and then our job, uh, the 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 Pentagon kind of cut our job too, uh, the funding. But yeah. then then they brought it back. Um, but all the people, they don't know what they're going to do with them yet. So it, it, it's kind of been, you know, up in there. This is like the perfect time for me to retire in the unit that I'm in because I get to take care of myself. Exactly. Um, and, and, and you don't get to do that a lot. And, you know, I, I gotta say, I'm blessed to, to be in this unit, man. Cause I've, I've got a lot of things, you know, while I'm here, my, my, my clearance, right. uh, my degree and able to, you know, get all my medical and stuff done too. So Fuck it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and dude, I mean, it looks like you're transitioning to civilian life, like fucking <laughs> seamlessly, bro. That is awesome. So I'm just trying, before we even started the podcast, we we're discussing fucking motorcycles. So you just bought yourself a fucking Harley, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's your first bike you've ever ridden? First bike I've ever ridden, man. And tell the tell the listeners what you got. I got a Dyna uh, Street Bob 2017. I got that uh that dang Sons of Anarchy bike. God damn. Now, do you wear hey, man, a lid? You huh? You wear? Are you wearing a lid when you ride? Oh yeah, of course, of oh, course. Okay. I wear. I wear the. I I do the long sleeve thing. Um, I do the gloves. I do the boots. Yeah. I do the, the pants. Um, and, and the helmet. So I got two different helmets. I got a full face one, and then I have the one like the the beanie one. Oh, that right, Okay. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I bought the bike before I even had the license, man. Uh, it sat out there. I made like two payments on the thing before I even freaking rode it. <laughs> dude it's fucking i'm telling you it's your new disease your new fucking uh addiction i miss my bike be safe out there rubber on the road baby yeah 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 Heck what yeah. you'll notice too man is motherfuckers text all the fucking time when you're riding you know that's when you start because you're more cautious of what's going on all over the place now and yeah. you'll start noticing especially when you hit the highways you're gonna be like what the fuck dude i i, I live flipping people off you know when i was on when i was riding so that's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, it, yeah. There's no better therapy in my in my fucking um opinion than two wheel therapy or wind therapy. I, I couldn't agree with you uh, more, man. Because uh, you know, just going for a ride, like I gotta ride at least every day, man. Just for you know, thirty minutes or whatever. And I, I was messing with my son the other day. Um, <clears throat> he's like, "You ain't been in your car in a minute." I was like. Well, real men only ride two wheels, you know. I'm just messing with. <laughs> <laughs> well, in in in, uh, in biker lingo, it's called a cage, you know. Yeah. So you okay. Don't ride, 
Yeah, in a cage. You stay out of a fucking cage, man. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm going to get my bike back eventually. I'm going to get myself a bagger. I'm looking at um at a Springfield Indian. I like Indians. So I'm oh. looking at Indian Springfield, which if it was to, compared to a Harley, it would be like a um a road king. Yeah. Yeah. So I need something bigger, you know, me and the old lady go cruise around in at the same time. If she's not riding, I could take the fucking sissy bar off and just ride on my own, man. I love that shit, bro. Yeah. Dude, yeah. How'd you get into riding, man? My boss, man. Well, I, my boss is a big rider. And then, um, I don't know. It's just something that I've, I've always just kind of been interested in like that. And, uh, uh, flying pilots, like helicopter pilots. Yeah. Like, just, like that stuff is just interesting, you know? And, and, uh, I, I just kind of like, it had been an itch this last year and I, and I, I, I had to wait a little bit because it was just me and my boys here and we only had one vehicle. And then, mm-hmm. um, but also I had to wait for my son to get his license too. So I, now I know that somebody else can drive or, you know, something happened or whatever in the event, something happened. So, uh, once he got a license, I was like, yeah, uh, I think it's time. So then I went, I got the bike. Um, I had to wait, I think almost two months for the Harley course. Cause, uh, that's 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 when they had the next opening slot and then i ended up freaking i failed the test i had but i got one free retest right and and the the harley here the one i went to they have a contract with the nba here where you don't have to go take the test over there you just uh pass there so when i went back though um for that retest man i did a whole lot better than i did the first time so you know it was it was freaking pretty cool just to see from not knowing how to ride mm-hmm to that second time and then going out and like uh on post is really small right here um so i made my own little riding course and i rode that uh, like probably you know 10 or 15 times before i even got off post right um so i was illegally riding for about a week or two but uh um i knew already that i already had everything done i just had to wait for my appointment to get my my license so once i got my license i was like, all right i'm going off post um but i didn't go too far um and it's just been a slow slow creep uh, but my boss He's he's uh he's ready to ride. So when we haven't had a chance just because he was moving and stuff. So me and him are gonna ride in a little bit. Hell yeah, man! I'm telling you, it's a great addiction. And um, what sucks is where you're at. You know, you your riding weather is about to be nixed. You know, because we got the cold temps coming up and then the snow. So well, in a way, I mean, like last year, we only we only had like one day of snow and it was only like half a day. So <laughs> it's going to be cold as heck. Yeah, it will be cold. But um, it, it's really I, I think that'd be the only thing is just the cold air, um, you know, that that probably makes it. But oh, oh, man. I mean, I live in Texas and you know how hot it is out here. So yeah. trust me, in the wintertime, you think twice about getting on that bike, bro. You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm not too sure if I want to do this today. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. I am fucking excited for you. That's fucking awesome, bro. That is <laughs> fucking, I'm telling you, I, I love riding a bike. And um, you know what's crazy is a lot of veterans, too, now that we're on this for some topic or for something or another, just segue into it. Um, a lot of veterans end up, you know, getting motorcycles when they get out. You know, yeah. a lot of the motorcycle clubs, uh, most of them, majority of them they started out by veterans coming out of world war ii yeah you know and um because they missed that adrenaline rush and they missed the camaraderie that comes along as well um when you're like with the motorcycle club or whatnot but yeah. i mean just you know riding a bike itself the adrenaline rush it's fucking ah it's there dude when you go on twisties oh man that's just fucking fun see i haven't done all that yet but um but but you know that that hit another thing too it's not it's not just a rush um I had to, I had to compare, you know, like you said, I'm, I'm transitioning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to find something and I kept, and that was another thing that was on my mind too, was what is there something that I can do? Like, um, it's not similar to shooting a house or anything like that. Cause that's a total different feeling, right. but it's something that you have to maneuver. So you have to use both of your hands. You have to use your feet. You have to, you know, it's a process. Yep. And, and that's where I was like, it hit me. I was like, yeah, motorcycle. That's, that's something that can compare to that where it's a process. You have to, you know, think, and you can't just get on it and just ride. You have to actually think it's a lot to it. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, and so that was, that was another reason why I went and did it too, just cause I needed something to, to kind of preoccupy my mind when, uh, you know, when I'm out in a, oh, yeah. in a stress or something too. So oh, yeah. And like you, you have great country out there where you can just go out and fucking, 
hit the road and just cruise out on your own. You know what I mean? Get in that yeah. here and just fucking glide, bro, and just enjoy the scenery, enjoy the ride. You know, what I would do if I were you, man, um, it, you got a full face, right? Um, invest in a full face uh, modular that you could just lift up and, and pull yeah, down. Okay, that's what I ended up catching was one of those where you just lift it up because instead of just having the windshield, you know, the, the visor, I got the whole fucking front end that pulls up. Just in case I want to drink, a, uh, drink some water or some shit while I'm riding because yeah. you end up getting thirsty out there, man. <laughs> yeah. That's what's so, up. So the, the full face I have, it does have that, and then it has the sunglasses that comes up there too so okay. I can raise the, the visor, yeah. It, it's pretty cool. My boss gave it to me, man. It was like brand new. I was like, okay, that dude, that gave me, that dude gave me all kinds of stuff. He was just so excited just that I got a bike. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'll take what, it. Kind of, what kind of bike does he ride? Uh, a Harley, but he's got the the touring. He's got the touring. Oh, really. And that's yeah. what's up, man. You got to get that good old American motherfucking muscle, not that fucking nip shit. Oh, I mean, yeah. uh, not, not that fucking rice burner shit. <laughs> no offense to all uh, my Asian brothers out there. I love y'all, man. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just not into that whole wing. That's not me. Yeah. You know, I like to cruise and I like to speed at the same time, but I just love that thrill. Just like, just blah, 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 blah. dude, it's nothing yeah. better than it. And to all my listeners out there, yeah, if y'all know me, I'm a, I'm a fucking big Indian person. Nothing against Harley, but y'all break down too many fucking times, and it's just not my thing. I don't, I'm not in the mood to, uh, to be fucking replacing my bike or re- yeah. taking it to the maintenance shop all the fucking time. But yeah, yeah. man, that's awesome. Bro, I mean, oh, I can't fuck, Dude, you got to... Well, have you decided if you're staying up there yet, or what are you planning on doing when, now that you're inching towards retirement? Uh, so I got a, I got a couple uh, I got a couple options uh, right now, um, but I'm waiting for uh, this program that I'm in. Uh, where we do we do uh, we have resume release uh, next week. Okay. Um, we have first round interviews uh, next week as well with that too. So, um, it, you know, it's uh, I've only been applying in a couple places, a uh, uh, couple states. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just kind of where where the job is, where the job takes me, and and that's where you know I'm not set I'm not set on where I have to be anywhere right. until I get that job that I think that forever job that I would like or that I can get into. Mm-hmm. And then, then I'll, I'll start saying, yeah, that's where I'm going to, you know, grow some roots or whatever. So cool shit. I mean, anything in Texas that, um, any, any, uh, leads out this way or no? Yeah. Yeah. I got one that way. Oh, okay. I, got, I got, I got a few. I mean, and that's part, that's one of the places where I have been applying to was Texas. Fucking a man, no, no place like Texas. Love Texas, brother. I love Texas. <laughs> God damn, brother, you got it. You're not from there. <laughs> I know, bro. But hey, I'm a Texan. I've been. I'm an adopted Texan. All right, man. I mean, yeah, yeah. Man, let me. No, down. I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm just saying, like, yeah, I'm from there. So it's like, you know, uh, I, I wouldn't go up north. I, I'd, I'd definitely go central Texas. So. Oh yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, I, I'm perfect here where I'm at in San Antonio. It's not Austin, which is weird. Keep Austin yeah. weird, y'all can keep that shit. I like my little uh my little San Anto town. I yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, dude, that's what's up, bro. Uh shit, we were discussing this earlier. You're also the host of Under the Net Podcast, which is the brother podcast to, uh, on the gun line. And uh you've been slacking, bro. You've been slacking. <laughs> no, I, I really haven't been slacking. Um it's just this, this, um I got a lot of homework and and, and it's uh we we had uh i think it was um i did i did one with hunt i think it was on the 30th of uh august mm-hmm. and i just haven't ed- i just haven't edited it and, and pushed it out but i was also um debating too you know if i was going to continue the rest of this year it, well just because that first week or that labor day weekend or whatever that was the uh, the break that we had um in between term 1 and term 2 and and term 2 just it kicked it up uh, a a ton oh shit um, yeah, where it, it was less work, but it was more, um, more added to it. And it was just more, uh, you know, mentally draining. So it was just, it just, I, I've been having to, you know, do all that and just take care of that. And then, um, not, not only that, uh, it, it's the end of the program too. So this is where all the interviews come through okay. and all that other stuff. So this part of the, uh, of that program was a little bit more busier and I, I just didn't have, I haven't had time to do a podcast, which, I'm glad we're talking about it because, um, you know, I'm horrible with posting on social media, too. So, <laughs> hey, all you listeners out there, hey, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to push one more out, the one with Hunt that we did. Uh, hopefully um, this weekend I can get to it. 
and then uh, that, that'll probably close out this season. But I'm definitely uh, going to start again. Uh, it, it's not over with. Uh, under the net is still, you know, here to stay. Uh, it's just, like I said, this is a uh, transitioning phase, mm-hmm. uh, change of a new life. Um, and that's something that I know I'm going to keep a part of in my life because I know it was um, it's just good, you know, hearing everybody's stories, um, you know, and, and just uh, talking to new, different people and new people, um, you know, just getting a chance to know, you know, part of their life. And, and like I said, I think Campbell said the best, you know, it's a chapter for everybody's life. And, and yep. In, in my life, uh, under the net podcast, I, you know, I've been listening to yours too. Uh, you know, when I get a chance and uh, it's just, like I said, it's just been a busy time this time just cause it's transitioning. I got, I, I start clearing the end of this month. Oh yeah. Yeah. My, my leave starts the same day that this program ends and you know, if I, I don't know if I'm going to be moving or anything like that either. So that's where it's right. kind of been, you know, a little bit busy. The, the rest yeah, of I mean, year. you got to have your priorities, right? You know what I'm saying? This, yeah, yeah. this is always there. You can always, you know, get back into it. You know, the, this part of your life you're, you're closing out on, it's, it's, it's a little bit busy, you know, and you got to get yourself ready for your next career move. So, yeah, it's understandable. So, you, might, you listeners, listen up, man. If you haven't caught up, go check out Under the Net. It's a good ass podcast. You'll look, get some teaching moments, some learning moments, some good lessons, and then uh, yeah. So after the gun line, go go into the net, and then he, when he kicks you out, come back on the gun line again. <laughs> you understand what I mean once you go over there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's all love. Um, and, and if, if you're you know you're a second chief or you're a smoke, you know what that means too. You know you got to get kicked out. So you, yeah. uh, my chiefs kick me out every now and then too. And that's all right. I mean that, that's their net. You know I get it. Yeah. Um, but you know, but, but I think that brings up another uh, point too, is, um, you know, the closing out this career. I mean, that, that's, that's tough. That's tough already as it is, uh, you know, 20 years, you know, that it's, it's a long time. It is. Um, and, and that's hard to wrap your, 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 uh, your mind around that too, just for the fact that this is what you've been doing for 20 years. Um, and, and, and trying to figure out, you know, what the next plan is like, you know, it's not the same as, as PCS. And, you know, when you PCS, you know where you're going. Right. You know, uh, you, know you can start looking at, you know, uh, uh, houses and stuff like that, you know, it, you know, but you still have a job at that same point. So now throw in adding a job, you know, <laughs> trying to add 20 years on a two-page resume, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, and, and these questions, man, they got me for a minute. Um, they were asking me these questions just for, you know, uh, prep interview prep yeah and, and i couldn't answer them man i was stuttering and and like uh just coming up with crappy stories and everything and, and right. I, i'm having a problem but i think i know i think i have an answer now um but i was having a problem with uh you know, where where have you failed dude you know? check it um have they taught you the star method yeah we're doing soar uh, my, uh the, the program i'm in we, we do soar we're, we're not doing the star Okay, yeah, you know, the situation or task, uh, the actions you took, and the results. So, yeah, well, no, that's not, that's not my problem. The problem is finding the example. Like, how far do I go? You know, like, stuff like that. It's, right. it's, I, I, I've moved around, like, nine times, you know? Right. You know, so the hardest it's, part is because um, one, of the hardest, one of the difficulties is trying to trans- translate, you know, what you did to the civilian world. And that's the difficult yeah. part because, you know, in your mind, it all makes sense. Right. But to the civilian, we're like, what the hell are you talking about, Top Gun? What does that mean? Or, okay, so your NCO yard, that just means nothing to me. You know what I mean? So it's translating that to the civilian side. And a lot of you guys that are getting out, if it's going to be uh, um, not a wall that you hit, but it's going to be like quicksand. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. you got to find a way to fucking dig your way out of that. Because I know the same thing as you. Like, I was trying to come up with situations. Yeah. And, but I don't want it to sound too shitty. But at the right. same time, even if it's a shitty one, you got to find a positive result out of it. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. And then and then you're trained, like, as you're going through this, you know, self-tab and all that, to say, don't use military jargon. And then once you do, that already puts you in a rabbit hole where you're like, oh, shoot, in your mind. So then that messes the whole thing up and everything. So, yeah, it's, it's really tough. Um, and you do have to practice it. You do have to, you know, uh, humble yourself uh, big time because – uh, you, you know, in the military, you know, rank and you know, all that, you know, it, it's, it's a big thing, but as soon as you get out, they don't care about none of that. And that's where it, that's very humbling <laughs> because, 
uh, now you, you feel like you're like, well, damn, I was a piece of shit this whole damn time. Like, I didn't do <laughs> Yeah, to them, a specialist, sergeant first class, sergeant major, that makes no fucking difference. Yeah. No idea Absolutely. what that means. So, Absolutely. So, yeah, man. I mean, it's all about how you, um, once, you know, a lot of the good things that will help you out is, you know, the professionalism that you carry with yourself already. And uh, these classes you've been taking are definitely going to help you out. You know, you just got to learn the etiquette of the corporate world. You know, yeah. they don't. Yeah. To them, engagement is a big thing. And I'm not talking about pew, pew, pew engagement. I'm talking about engaging, networking, getting to know the people, you yeah. know. And it's really humbling when you're like, fuck, I thought I knew it all. I don't know shit, you know. <laughs> but yet you know what you're talking about in your mind. It's relating it to them, man. So, I mean, right. hey, I'm sure you're going to succeed out there no matter what you do, man. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. if you don't, you still got your fucking motorcycle. Fuck it. <laughs> yep, absolutely. That is fucking awesome, bro. So yeah, I can't wait to hear that Lee Hunt episode. That should be fucking fun, man. You know. Yeah, man. We we actually had a really good time, man. Um, it, it was it was uh, I, you know, I've heard y'all say it a couple times too. It it was we didn't even miss a beat. Um, we, we were talking and um. You know, he even made me promise that I'd go on his, and I was like, "Yeah, for sure." You know, and and I feel bad that you know because I haven't posted it already for him. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't want him to think that you know it was something that he did or anything. It was just, no, it was just all me. Right. Um, but yeah, we had a great time. We had a really great time. I think we could have probably gone two hours, you know, just yeah. talking on that one. But um, it it was awesome. It was a really good podcast. So, bro, so I, give I us a tidbit of what y'all talked about. What did y'all discuss? Oh man, we just talked about uh, you know uh, his life, my life. Um, uh, we talked about uh, when when you know um, uh, when we first met, how we first met, because uh, when we did uh, first meet, we were both uh, we were both the first ones to go to the board right, right there at uh, two seven seven. Oh, dale, okay. Yeah, and he was going for sergeant, I was going for staff sergeant, oh, so that was tough because. I'm concentrating on him and I didn't even concentrate on myself, but as I was kind of giving him the questions and he came over for, he came over for like two, three weeks straight. Um, and, and we were just going over questions and going over questions and he was still trying to live the single life and all that other stuff too. And, um, so I was just more concerned with, uh, you know, him being successful, uh, cause I knew it was kind of early for me, but, um, yeah, we were both successful, man. We both came out, uh, you know, on top of that. And, and that's where we, we kind of just talked about that. And All right on. Uh, then I got to know a little bit more about him. And, and then we talked about, uh, I, I can't remember exactly everything that we talked about, but it was, it was just, you know, how we met and, 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 uh, you know, him being a dope on a rope and me being, uh, <laughs> uh, jumping out of perfectly good airplane. So <laughs> need to breathe and dope on a rope. No doubt. Yeah. Hell yeah, that's what's up. So make sure y'all go listen to that, man. It's going to be under the net once he drops it. I'll be going, as always, plugging it onto the Facebook page. So y'all can go ahead and check it out there, all right? So, man, that's what is up, bro. Damn, what else is there going on, man? Yo, did you hear about POTUS, man? Oh, Trump? I, yeah, I did. Um, that That's interesting. Um, just for because that was breaking news. I got on YouTube. I saw that was breaking news. I was like, damn, that's crazy. Um, right. And, then, and then, then we started talking about that, you know, here at the house was, everybody else that now has to get tested, you know, for that, that, you know, the white house, the freaking, um, where they did the debate and all that stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's crazy, you know, and we don't take a side here on the gun line. We, we are under the net. I don't know if they all take, they take sides. We just like to discuss shit. that's relevant, right. you know, right. and, um, it's just crazy. I mean, everybody knows, well, actually somebody hit me up, bro. So whole side topic. Somebody hit me up. They were like, you have a podcast, you post shit on Facebook, but I have absolutely no idea where you stand at or, you know, or what your thoughts are big picture. And it made me start thinking to myself, like, what do I stand for? Or, <laughs> you know, what are my thoughts? So I wrote out some shit and I told him I'm just a walking contradiction. You know what I'm saying? You know, I like to hear people's shit and I like to just soak it in like a sponge and then hear other people's sides and soak it in. And I normally, you know, I, I just have a fucking skewed fucking worldview. I don't know. But I mean, yeah, tripping me out, bro, that this motherfucker came up with it. And now, like, you know, he's an old dude. Mm -hmm. You know, he's 74 fucking years old. Yeah. You know? And it's taking out the geriatrics or, the, you know, the senior citizens. Yeah. So, it makes me start wondering, like, damn, so 
let's say worst comes to worst, this motherfucker does kick the bucket. Now we got yeah. Pence, which I don't know shit about Pence, to be honest. I don't know shit about politics. But I'm just wondering, like, what, what's going to happen next? You know what I'm saying? Like, is this going to make everybody go into overdrive about wearing masks now? You know? Yeah. It, you know, uh, it's crazy. I, I was messing with my son because, you know, he was feeling sick the other day and he got tested on Monday. Mm. Um, and then I got his results yesterday that it was negative. But then uh, I, once we found out today, yeah, I was telling him that, uh, that he, I was like, you were probably positive and, and Trump stole your uh, your results. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, uh, who did, who did, uh, who did they test on Monday? Uh, I was like, Angela Juarez. I was like, yep, let's take his. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up, dude. Dude, I mean, I, I, I've still yet to, to, uh, get tested. I will not get tested. Um, I refuse to because I don't want to be put in a fucking, just my conspiracy theory shit. Yeah. You know, like, I don't want to be put in some kind of database and, um, I started wondering, like, you know, if my job made it mandatory when we go back into the office, will I do it? And I've already said vehemently, no, I will not get tested. And if you fire me, get ready for a lawsuit because it's against my religion. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's against my fucking religion. I don't want to get tested. My poor mom, bro. My mom finally flew out of here after being stuck here. She was supposed to fly out back to El Salvador in February. Wow. Yeah. El Salvador had the airport closed until September. And they said, in order for you to come to travel, you got to get the COVID test. And get this, it has to be 72 hours before you board the flight that you have to take it. The PCR test that they asked her for takes at least 72 hours to come back. Or in general, 72 hours. So she could have missed her fucking flight. I had to go and dish out some fucking ducats to get it done quicker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but luckily, she was able to fly home, and she is good to go. I mean, she's all, she's she's an uh, older lady, you know, she's in her 70s. So she needed to get that shit done anyway, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, I think, you know, going back to, uh, you know, the POTUS getting it. Mm -hmm. um, if, if you've seen House of Cards, man, um, anything's possible. Anything's possible. You know, when it comes to that, is that I see that and I, I automatically think House of Cards, you Bro. know? <laughs> I used to watch House of Cards. I think I got to the second season. And um, I, I stopped watching it after that. I don't know. I, it kind of like lulled away because I started doing other shit. But House of Cards was good, man. I mean, yeah. those motherfuckers are corrupt as fuck, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of makes you wonder, like, okay, so now that he's got it, is, does this mean that there's going to be a cure sooner? Or if he does, let's say he does get it and it blows over, he's going to be like, see, it's not that much of a big deal. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I, I, it's just so many scenarios go through my head about this shit, bro. Absolutely. Did you watch the debate at all or any of it? Uh, no, I've been, I've been, I've been, I haven't been doing anything, man. Just homework, man. Homework, homework, homework. You ever seen your kids fight? Yeah. That's what you missed. That's it right there. <laughs> That's what I heard. That's what I heard. And I saw a lot of memes on, uh, on, on IG and TikTok. Oh, uh, this was said TikTok. Go. <laughs> <laughs> No, man, it's just hilarious, man. There's some honeys on that shit, too, man, so. <laughs> right, you're right. I ain't going to lie. Be careful, though. Me and Grenice had, was it with Grenice? No, me and Lacey had a discussion about internet models or the IG, the IG whores. They're not, they're not IG models. They're whores, you know, right. because just, all you're doing is exposing your ass to get likes. And then what's at the bottom of that? Only fans. See me yeah. at my only fans. Bitch, I'm about to open up at only fans. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Put my chorizo all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then you'll get uh then you get reported. <laughs> For real, right? <laughs> Shit. Dude, that is crazy, man. Yeah. What else has been good with you, man? Oh, uh, that's that's pretty much it, man. Just freaking just like Groundhog's Day over here, man. Just wake up and and, you know, my boys are doing virtual, too. So, uh, mm. you know, just wake them up, get them online, and, and then sitting here from 8 to almost 5 every day and just, um, you know, getting no good technical and then professional development. So, Dude, how do you feel about the ACFT? Did you ever have to take that shit or prep for it? No. Oh, man. No, I didn't have to take it. Um, we were prepping for it. Um but then uh, they told us that that last time we needed to take the APFT was the was last year, mm -hmm. and then COVID came, and then they extended that date. So, yeah, I haven't had to take it. Um, 
I, I dude, I've been away from the army since uh well, I think like February. February. Oh. Uh I, I I did my surgery. Yeah. Um I was on convalescent leave. Uh that day I went back. We've been teleworked and then we've been teleworked ever since. Um we're still on phase two over here in in, in where I'm at. Um so What's phase yeah. two mean because I have no idea what that means. Phase two for COVID. Uh we still got everything locked down. Like I think it's like 50% uh, or 40% work, work personnel. So everybody's still teleworking and you got to wash your hands when, uh, before you go into the commissary PX or shop at, uh, you have to wear masks, um, you know, all that stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, I've been pretty much in quarantine since this whole shit happened and um, I don't go out anywhere. You know, I think yeah. the furthest that I go is to, not even, I don't even go shopping, bro. You know, yeah. just take, I, I, I think I, I live within the three mile radius of everything around that I need to have. So I don't even go anywhere. So yeah, ever since this, I've been doing that, uh, uh, online shopping and, and just go pick it up, you know, curbside, you know, stuff. So yep. yeah. Yeah. drive throughs That's all I've been hitting. Fucking Burger yeah. King and shit like that. What's up, man? You getting that belly yet? You got that retirement belly to go with that retirement beard? A actually, <laughs> uh, I, I think I have the belly before. No. <laughs> 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 oh shit! You ain't got that airborne body no more, huh? Yeah, yeah. I think I left that one, like when I left airborne. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hey, dude, that's fucking awesome, bro. So I no, mean, I've actually been I've been trying to maintain my my current weight. So I I don't think I I, I didn't get the COVID uh, fifteen. I actually only gained like six pounds. So COVID but. fifteen, bro. <laughs> I I got the motherfucking COVID forty. Yeah, shit, yeah, I, I, bro. I'm at two hundred and forty fucking pounds. That really? is unbelievable for me. Uh, when I got out the army, I was at one ninety ish, like one ninety five ish, and I got out and um, working, you know, in a fucking call center and in an office environment. You're sedentary. You don't do anything, and I'm lazy already uh, by fucking by trait. So <laughs> unless you're forcing me to do PT, I ain't doing that shit. Yeah, and, um, yeah. So I just started gaining and gaining, and then Whataburger. I mean. It's fucking Whataburger. Uh, I'm not yeah. going to say no. <laughs> so, yeah, for real. Here I am. Yeah, but, but, but with that test, I mean, I think it's, I think it's good. I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I haven't taken it or, or anything like that. So uh, when I first was prepping for it, I thought it was all uh, CrossFit, you know, and then they, mm. they kind of took a lot of that CrossFit out, but I think it's still that same mentality kind of like, right. uh, you know, with that, with, you know, a lot of people doing that. So good we'll idea, see. Fairy, man. It was a good idea, Ferry. That's all it was. Yeah. yeah, dude. So I've been talking with another cat. Um, as far as like doing an APFT more MOS based, you know, like because um I discussed it with I can't remember who it was, but we were, oh, I think it was Felice actually. Felice, shout out if you're listening. Um, he we were discussing about you know when you're in the thirteen banger world, you want a motherfucker that can you know fucking hump them rounds. So they gotta be big, you know. What I'm, I'm not saying fucking fluffy and fat all over but you want a motherfucker that is kind of husky you know what i'm saying you yeah. know a big bone motherfucker a country fed cornbread boy corn fed boy you know that's what yeah. you want on the gun line you don't want a fucking scrawny spaghetti keep that well, shit then, uh, do you think they should uh start segregating those out at, at a basic training or like when you're recruiting like oh this is what you have to be instead of testing for it like Oh, you're a big guy. Infantry, field artillery, tanker. You know what I mean? I think, no, I, I think that if, okay, for example, if a person wants to do a certain job, they need to meet that certain specific uh, height and weight standard. You know, like have a, okay, you want to be a 13 banger? All right, too easy. These are 100-pound rounds. I want you to go ahead and run this motherfucker 100 yards, and you have a set time to do it. You know, just so they can get an idea. And obviously, they're going to build you up to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I mean, if you're like 110 pounds, I'm, and not to pick on fucking Hunt here, you know, I'm sure Hunt could fucking sling some rounds on a fucking 119er. But yeah. I don't see you as a number one man in a Paladin Chief. You know what I'm saying? That's more of a fucking uh, a bigger dude job. You know? I'm just well, saying. Well, I, I think artillery is all about heart, man. Um, and, and it's, and it's all about pride and it's all about, uh, you know, uh, standards and, 
And, uh, I, you know, I've seen some small guys freaking, you know, hang with the best of them, you know, and, and, and I've seen big guys freaking burn out just as freaking much as, as the small guys. So and on that uh, pussy. Huh? <laughs> they yeah. choking on that wolf pussy, yo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, you're right. It is about fucking having heart. But heart yeah. don't take you so much because if heart don't heart heart ain't gonna fucking build biceps, bro. <laughs> no, no, you're right. And, and they sell uh, they sell heart at, at the PX too. You can get it with your stars card. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it, I, I mean more of the, along the lines of the scrawny people. And I don't care about height. I'm talking about scrawny. You know, like. If you weigh as much as a fucking round, you ain't gonna cut it, chief. You know. Well, I mean, they could be the powder guy. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the bitches are still needed. I mean, we still need thirteen bravos in the training room. Yeah, or, or the RTO. You know, stuff like that. They got to RTO. Right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the RTO's got to hump around sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just saying, I'm like, okay, at least have a physical fitness test per MOS. You know, if you want to be in a combat arms job, you got to be a little more physically fit than a 42 Alpha. That's all I'm saying. Well, that's what they kind of did with this one, and they kind of, like, set the standards different with, uh, um, you know, MOS, based on MOS and, and um, you know, whatever unit you're in is, is whatever your standard you're going to have to do. Like, you got to right. do – because I've seen some of it, man. Like, it was like – I think it was like the crawl or the, the t leg tuck or whatever – like if you were in like a certain unit like this unit i think we only had to do like one or two you know and i'm like <laughs> can i even do one you know <laughs> right. no, but okay is that gonna help me in my mos or not how about my pt test have to do with fucking running two rounds a hundred fucking meters to drop yeah. it off and then run back and then you know pick up boxes of fuses and run those back you know that or that is more physically challenging you know, yeah. Because I remember in hood when we would be out in the field, it's not like we're running. You know, when we were on Overwatch on the cat, we were a hundred meters out. So right. after so many rounds, we got to go and reload that fucking on that gun. And here's fucking Private Lopez running. You know, it's a yeah. bitch. <laughs> oh. Dude, I got another question for you. All right. Um, I think it's time to get rid of a couple of MOSs. Which right. one? Hear me out. Hear me yeah. out. You were in, you've been in for 20 years, right? Yeah. Do you think an infantryman could do the same job as a calf, uh, as a calf scout? Uh, I mean, you know, I'm always kind of confused when it comes to that stuff, but just because I, I thought they did do the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. So let's get rid of the calf scouts. There's no need for those motherfuckers, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I thought that's what they did. You know, when they say calf scout, I'm like, oh, okay. All right. You know, so it's just one of those things where it's, yeah, I, I guess you can do with, can't, you can do without, you know, whatever. We don't have horses anymore. Yeah. You yeah. know, the cavalry is not needed. I'm just saying there's not a fucking horse needed anymore. We can do away <laughs> with the fucking calf scouts. If you ain't calf, you ain't shit. Yeah, because you don't do shit. So if you are yeah, calf, you are you shit. Think, you think they will, though, just because, I mean, it's got, like, you know, uh, uh, strong. Historical guys? Yeah, yeah. It's like the third, like the third, like the third infantry. The, you know, the honor guard. You know, I think they should be something like that. But you know what pisses me off about those motherfuckers? They got 11 fucking bangers doing our job as on howitzers. That pisses me off. You know, yeah, yeah, that should be 13 yeah. Bravos fucking pulling tail on that shit. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I, I do think there should be some restructure, a lot of restructure. I got another uh, one for you. I got another one for you. Yeah. Shoot. And this one on the 13 series. Um, do you think uh, infantrymen know how to call for fire? <laughs> Not all of them, I don't think. Not all of them. And I don't <laughs> think, well, but but here's the thing with that, though. I don't think... I don't think all of them have, have had the chance. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, they, they I, I would say, you know, kicking down doors, yeah, that might be their job. But, but if you think about it, uh, you know, that, that really wasn't their job. But their job was, you know, doing the file and, and all that other stuff. You know what I mean? So when you, when you kick down doors, that kind of changes their perspective of what they're doing too. 
So how many times do you think they're going to get a chance to call for fire if they're, if they're kicking down doors? Not too much because but, we didn't even get to shoot as much. Right. You know, as they're kicking down doors. So mm-hmm. if, if, if they were changed, if they changed the battlefield where it was like, you know, how it was back in the day, then I think um, they would all get a chance to call for fire. Um, I don't even know if it's part of their, their training or anything like that. I mean, I think they all know the gist of it, but I don't think they know how to do it, you know, correctly. But I don't know, though. I don't know. And that's the thing. Like, I mean, as an infantryman, you know, you have your mortarmen, right? Yeah. So uh, why the fuck do they need a goddamn 13 Foxtrot? Why do we have fisters? I, that just, it, to me, I mean, that's up there with the fucking calf scouts. I mean, that should be part of the infantryman's fucking, they know how to read a map. You know, it's just like calling a nine line. <laughs> so, yeah, but our fisters infantry, though? They attached them to the infantry. Now they're back with us, you know. Yeah, they're back with us. Yeah, but still, they get attached to the infantry whenever they, you know, to get called for fire. Yeah, but they're not, well, if they get attached to them, but they're, they're not doing what infantry do, you know what I mean? Like, they sit on the top of the hill, and they just kind of, they're the eyes. They're the part, <laughs> they're the part of, why are you trying to get rid of Phil Arturi, man? They're the eyes. Everything's the brain, they wear the muscle. <laughs> you know that old story? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, guess, I, guess, I guess we need 13 foxes so that the FTC has somebody to blame. Just like yeah, we blame the, we blame FTC, they blame the hill. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I guess you could say if we didn't have thirteen foxes, then 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 nobody would shoot out. Screw <laughs> <laughs> <Do> that, because <laughs> nobody would see it. <laughs> there you go, splash over. Yeah, splash yeah that's about it. <laughs> I heard, I heard it, I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Excite the sound, baby! Excite the sound. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, that's fucking funny. I know. I just, I just wonder, like, you know, those are MOSs that we could just box them up and ship them home free, and make the rest of them field artillery. Fuck it. <laughs> you know, in reality, man, I think there's probably some other MOSs that they can probably get rid of, but um, or or, or like I said, restructure. I mean, I think, yeah. I think uh, we're still going off of old data, and and yeah. um, we're we're not we're not uh we're not benefiting, you know. Um, we're not working with what we got. You know what I mean? Uh, yep. I think if we did a restructure and take a really good look of what our force is doing or, or where, where we're actually needing to be like, like for, for instance, like Fort hood, man, Fort hood. I saw something recently that, that they just took a whole week off of scheduling and everything just to kind of get back to uh, what was it? Team building or, or something right. like that. Leadership building or, or something. Yeah. They did like um, a whole safety stand down for like a week or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. But and, and, and that's going to help just for that week. Um, you know, once that week's over, it's going to go right back to the way it was. And, you know, that's, that's something that just needs to get restructured because that base right there is just, you know, I just came from there right before this one, and, and it is just a busy, busy, busy place. There is so much to do there. What do you think is, um, is failing um, in Fort Hood. And I, I don't know if it's just Fort Hood specific. Is it Fort Hood because that's where the light has been shined due to the Guillen thing? Or is this like an army-wide fucking uh, issue that there's been failure because these soldiers are not being... Um, what is it with them? I mean, I don't think that the, the soldier... How can I put this? Is it because the standards have been dropped? Is it... what What do you think is leading to all these inactivities uh or all these bad activities by the soldiers is it the leadership like their e5d6s or yeah. is it the higher leadership that's you know that's causing this what do you in your opinion in your mind yeah 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 so so i, I do think i i don't think that it's just fort hood mm-hmm. um with some aspects um i think that when we started downgrading uh the, our numbers um, that's where we started screwing ourselves. You know, we did, we did uh, lower the standard to, um, you know, start getting people to go, you know, when we were, uh, getting hot and heavy mm-hmm. overseas. Um, and that's fine. And, you know, you, and you grandfather a lot of those people in, but then when you start cutting a lot of numbers, you know, uh, uh, war, war is a drug. 
Yeah. It, it, it's a drug. Um, and it is, it's something that you, you know, a lot of drug, a lot of drug people or people that do drugs, they tell you they're looking for that same high that they did with the first one. Mm-hmm. Same thing with war. So when you don't, when you're not doing what you've been doing for the last 10 years, then, then what happens? A, a lot of, a lot of troops, you know, they, they, they lose their morale or they lose their, their figures, you know, cause they're not going to the gym as much cause life hits you, you know, a lot of things change. So now you start weeding people out. You start, you can start getting, you know, rid of your numbers and, and this and that. But, but what happens to your schedule, your training schedule, it, it, it increases. And now we got to do this. Now we got to do that. You know, and everybody's trying to get their, their record changed. So, you know, when you have a new commander, they change, you know, what you're going to do and this and that. Right. So, you know, the, the, uh, the, the, the strategy changes and it increases so much that you're burning a lot of people out um, quick, more faster than you would if you had, you know, a larger team. So the schedule is, is there's too much on the schedule across the board. Right. What Fort Hood is lacking, in my opinion, is the, the standard, the pride of being a leader. Um, but also – um, you know, n- no one, no one is taking responsibility for their actions. I, I should say, and, and and here's here's the reason why is because, you know, your soldier get drunk in, in midnight, and then who's getting yelled at? You know, first line supervisor, yeah, or platoon sergeant or whatever. So wh- when is that soldier wrong? Exactly. You you see what I'm saying? Yep. And and with the with the gin you you put all that information out of what happened so now that put up thoughts in other people's minds right oh if if they can do this i know a perfect spot i'm gonna do this too so now it's it's a chain reaction and until you get a hold of it um but it, it i i gotta say it's the leaders man it's the leaders that that are that are they're failing them because what's so, more important you yep. know with that said, I mean, uh, yeah, I believe that the first line leaders are um, are definitely at fault if, for their Joes. Because, you know, whenever fucking Joe does something wrong, you know, it falls on the first line leader. But whenever he does good, it's all on Joe. But at the, on the same note, how much of these first line leaders that are coming up, could it be that they were not prepared to be leaders in the first place? And they just got bumped up because of time in the army or because, you know, they didn't have the counseling statement saying why they shouldn't be promoted. And also, um, the leadership, the ones that are hard chargers, hard charging leaders, have been, their authority, I guess you could say, has been uh, reduced on how they can uh, correct it, correct their soldiers. You know what I mean? For I'll give you an example. The shit that um, you would do to us would look as, like, toxic now. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I got you. And to me, that's wrong as two boys fucking. You know, I think that, you know, I needed that. You know what I'm saying? And it taught me, okay, I fucked up. Don't do it again. And it was better than being put on paper. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but I think that's, that goes along with the the part of uh, um, when they did that change. So, so some of the changes that they made were, were for for the better, but some of them weren't. And, and this promotion system is is definitely hasn't been a change for the better, um, and that forced a lot of people that don't want to be leaders to be leaders um, and put them in those positions. You know, you always hear that saying, "Win in charge, take charge." Yeah. You know? or or who wants to be a chief and, and who's an Indian? You know, mm-hmm. well, some people don't want to be chiefs. Some right. people don't want. They all they want to do is be Indians. They have to be told you know, what to do. Mm-hmm. And now you put them in that position. They're not ready. They're not ready. And, and now you drop the ball because you got rid of a lot of top heavy and experience mm-hmm. and, and, you know, or you, you have like, so when I was a platoon sergeant for hood, me and the other staff sergeant that was a platoon sergeant, a lot of uh, details that were coming out mm-hmm. had to be E7. Oh, shit. Had to be. So he was being a platoon sergeant as a staff sergeant and not doing actually E7 work, you know, and I'm getting tasked out for everything because I was the only E7. Seven there, yeah. You know, so now where am I to get, you know, mentor my guys? So now I have to do double work. And, and you know, it's fine. We, some people can handle that. 
-hmm. But now I got to do double work and, and, and still maintain my platoon and do the duty that I'm doing. Right. And it, that's some people aren't, you know, at that level. But then you got the other guy where he's just, you know, skating through and just being a platoon sergeant and not having to do those extra duties. I got you. Um, and, and that's where that needs to slow down. It has to slow down. Um, and, and, and it shouldn't matter, you know, what, what the rank is or anything like that. So I think, I think that, you know, the whole army probably should do like a whole week stand out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think, uh, what you had, you hit a lot on, um, you said a lot in one thing, uh, for example, like when the army needed the bodies, you know, these people were good enough to get in, you right. know what I'm saying? And then when they saw that they needed to dwindle the numbers down, those same ones that they needed, they started kicking out or getting rid of or finding ways to get them out. But yeah, those yeah. motherfuckers that they let out were the hard charging motherfuckers that the army needed. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Not just needed for bodies in war, but also the mentality that's needed for this army, you know? Yeah. And again, I always go to that the army is turning into a fucking corporation because they want to, you know, do what's best for okay i'll give you an example the whole shark attack shit getting taken away i think is bullshit you know they want to be a kinder gentler oh i'll you know 100 yard fucking i don't understand what the fuck that means because yeah. honestly um when we're in the shit i don't expect you to say uh excuse me uh private lopez can you please hand me that fucking canister no i mean we don't have time for that shit you know yeah so, I, I don't understand the move that they're making. And again, I mean, it, it, I don't got a dog in the hunt anymore. I mean, I do. I got a nephew who's in the army now, but I just don't, the whole country itself is going to suffer because our army, which is to defend our country in the time of war, you might as well just say, Hey, you know what? We surrender. We're France now because our guys ain't going to want to fight. <laughs> they don't have the mentality to fight. I'm not saying that everybody. I'm speaking generalities, obviously. Well, it's probably going to get to that point where they're going to have a choice. Hey, hey, do you want to deploy? Do you want to deploy? You know what I mean? <laughs> well, dude, they, they have that, though. Don't they have that? They have the conscientious uh, objector. Yeah, know? they've had that. But, I mean, that's always been a bad thing if you do it, you know. But it's now it's, it, that's going to be different. That This time it's going to be, no, you sign here if you don't want to go, you know. And then you get moved over to this unit and, you know, whatever. And, um. But you know, yeah, I read about that shark attack thing, and and you know, I I, I think uh, I can I can see where that's coming from, but at the same time, because I think there's a lot of driving factors for that. Okay. And and and, and that probably where that's coming from is from an officer who had a bad NCO officer relationship. True. And and where do you fix that at? Basic training. Now, if everybody hates their drill sergeants. Or you know their platoon sergeants or anything, anything like that. That's where you make that change. Um, but you know, is that the right change? Is it the wrong change? You know, there, there's nobody, nobody really can tell. You know, but last year I think they were working on soldiers that for, or they were fixing everything from for soldiers in 2028, I think. Oh, what the but, fuck? Yeah, but they're so a lot of the preparation that they're doing is for 2028. Oh, so that's like their end state. Date. Yeah, so we're we're in a transition phase right now, as as it is. I guess um, by twenty twenty eight, it'll be called the United States of America Army LLC or some shit by then, or Inc. Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. You know, um, but but mm -hmm. but the the changes that they're talking about for twenty twenty eight, they're trying to implement now. So that's where you get conflicting stuff, because and, and that's and that's normal. Um, especially if that's what you're preaching to when you go around and you, you're, you're preaching to every, you know, uh, installation, Oh, this is what we're going to do. We're going to change for 2028. So now that's ingrained in your mind, right? That, that that's what you're doing. And now that change that you're trying to do for 2028 is trying to happen now, but it's conflicting with what you're actually doing right now. So right. that's, that's what I seen, uh, over the past few years. And, and I, like I said, I've been away, yeah. uh, from, from big army. And that's where I was able to see a lot of different things too. So, um, cause I read a lot of, you know, the emails and all that other stuff. I don't do some of the surveys and, and, and maybe I should just so my, you know, my opinion could be out there, but, um, <laughs> well, probably... but see, here's my thought on this whole shark attack bullshit. Okay. And it just goes to everything. Um, basic training standardized across the fucking board, basic training, basic training. All right. Oh. 
So what's the point of basic training? To fucking break your civilian fucking mind, to wash out your civilian side and build you into the fucking soldier, the fighting machine you're supposed to be. All right? And I get it. Certain MOSs, uh, when you get, let's say, for MI or some shit, they don't want you to be that robot. They want you to be able to think outside the box and not just think that structure. Okay, well, you can do that when you get to AIT and you can reprogram that fucking soldier. Right. But in basic training, you have to wash out the civilian out of the fucking troop that's coming in. Because if not, they're coming in with the bad fucking shit that they had in the civilian world. They're bringing it into the army. And then since it's not getting broken down, they're going to bring it with them to the big army when they get to the real world. You know what I mean? Or into yep. the real army. So I think basic training standardized that bitch all the way through. I mean, like, was it OSUT? OSUT was perfect. I loved OSUT. You know, yeah. you know, there was no change in between. <laughs> we had drill sergeants from day one till day, day out, you know? So I think that's where the fuck up is. They're trying to, they're, they're standardizing the whole basic training for everyone instead of standardizing their AIT for their individual taskings. Right. So, I mean, that's just, it, it makes sense in my fucking brain. So army, you're fucking up. That's all I got to say. <laughs> you're fucking up. You know, and then the Marine Corps, they're laughing at us. Fucking Coast Guard's going to laugh at us soon, man. Yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. We're becoming the laughing stock. I mean, Space Force. <laughs> they're, gonna <be> <laughs> they're all going to be laughing at us, man. And you know yeah. what? They're going to be good topics. I'm going to have a special guest here for my listeners. You guys are listening. Um, I got a very special guest coming on next shoot the shit next uh, Friday evening. It's going to be smoke man from the smoke survival guide if you guys haven't heard of them go check it out on facebook smoke survival guide um they they got a page there and um he's gonna be over here shooting the shit with me he's a 13 banger um and that's all i know about him so far so <laughs> we'll see how that goes i think it's gonna be an awesome top uh awesome talk talk Ugh. I can't, I can't even fucking speak. That's how excited I am. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's awesome that, that, you know, that you're saying that because, uh, yeah, I think every, uh, FA guy has them on his Facebook, you know? <laughs> right. I think yeah. if you're field artillery, you definitely, if you're not on fucking smoke survival guide, you're fucking lacking chief. You yeah. are fucking up. That should be part of your motherfucking, uh, your, your, your packing gear, your fucking, it should be in your goddamn gunner's box. All right. Standard yeah, fucking data. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm. that's going to be some good conversations, hopefully, that I have with him. I'm trying to think of some shit to talk about, you know, and um, it's going to be, I, I, you know how I don't like making shit topical because it just sounds structured as fucking fake. I like more yeah. just shooting shit like this, man. Um, so it should be a good one. Make sure you guys tune in. That's going to be on the 9th of October. And then the midweek memo, oh, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do on that, bro. I don't know if I'm going to continue that shit. <laughs> I've been struggling on that. Yeah. Hey, Balzik, yeah. if you're listening to this shit, you fucking let me down, coach. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude. It happens, man. Changes, changes. Change, man. Change is a bitch. You got to be able yeah. to fucking keep up or get the fuck out. Yep. So what what kind of changes come are are coming with you aside from? Uh, what are, what are your, what is the biggest thing you're looking forward to right now? When you, I mean, you've been out of the, like you said, the army for about a year now, what's the big thing or what, okay. What do you think is going to be your biggest obstacle once you're out and you yeah. know, your DD 214 is in hand, but what's going to be the one positive that you think is going to come out of it? So I know the positive, um, where I don't have to ask for anything. I can just do it if I want to. That's, that's one thing that I, I know I'm looking forward to. Um, for instance, the beard, like I, I've been debating, um, you know, we, we clear online, you know, here, so everything will be, you know, through email, which mm -hmm. I've been debating to, uh, if I have to shave it or not, or do do even do a retirement party. Just <laughs> because I don't want to shave, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, <laughs> um, but so that's just one of the things that, that I've been, uh, kind of like, you know, I'm glad that I, I won't have to do that no more. Uh, I, I think an obstacle is going to be is, is, um, you know, I, I, I always told my guys, you know, hey, you got me for two years and, and then I got to move to something bigger and better. And uh, I think that's going to be my biggest obstacle is is not moving as much mm. and, and trying to uh, get that stabilization and, and, and be content with that, um, you know, 
if I'm not, because I don't want to move from job to job. Right. Um, but I'm, I don't know. I don't think I'm gonna be able to find a job where I can move to different places in the world and, and see the world, you know, comes of that. So I might have to find something that has a lot of travel or something, but uh, <laughs> you know, it's gonna be a little different. So I think that's gonna be my obstacle right there. I got you fool. You can go be a stewardess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. You'll be able to travel all over the world for free, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or flight attendant. I'm sorry, they're called flight attendants now. Let me get that right before I get hey, canceled. I'll, I'll definitely join the Mile High Club there. <laughs> Dude, that's funny. That's funny. Oh, yeah. God. damn, the Mile High Club, bro. Just makes me start thinking about blowjobs and shit, eh? <laughs> you remember your first one? What, blowjob? Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, I do. I actually How long do. it take the guy to come? <laughs> <laughs> Great joke. I fell into that one. <laughs> yeah, I've been watching The Sopranos, man, and that shit popped up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I fell into that one big time. <laughs> oh, man, dude. I had to get that in there, bro. Yeah. I think we're reaching about an hour right here, and I know you got more studying to do and shit. So um, what, what do you got for us, man? Uh, tell the people where they can find you and tell us a little more about under the net before we get off okay so yeah um so you know you can find me on on, on facebook even though i check it every now and then um but you can find me at uh, facebook at patrick juarez uh ig uh, pat juarez 13 and then you know i got snapchat and tiktok all that stuff too same thing um um uh, under the net uh, under the net at gmail.com uh, look, uh, like I said, man, it's, it's been a little busy, uh, you know, the rest of this year, I know it's going to be busy. It's going to be kind of hard to, to get, uh, I let the, I let the schedule kind of run out on purpose. Um, just because I wasn't putting my, my full into it. Right. Um, on some of these episodes. So that's definitely something that's going to change on the next season is me getting a little bit more creative and, and doing a little bit more things that I, what I've been wanting to do when mm-hmm. I first started it. So now that I got the taste of it and just kind of, you know, the, a little bit of the operations for it, definitely, definitely see that a part of my life and, and part of the future. Um, hopefully a little bit more uh, different guests and not just military, not the same old story or anything right. like that. Just come up with some different questions. and Damn, and some shots fired. Damn. <laughs> I'm saying on myself, man. I'm talking myself. Fired <laughs> on the gun line. Damn. No, man, just for myself. Um, and then, like, you know, I kind of want to do some, you know, stuff at the end, too, like just some fun stuff, like some little uh, lightning round questions or, or games or anything like that, just to kind of just get, you know, a, a different feel for the, for the whole podcast thing, but just to have some fun, too. So Ooh, Play Soggy Biscuit at the end, bro. Yeah, definitely. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> God, you have to be on the gun line to understand that one, Chief. But, yeah, yeah dude, that's what's up, bro. I can't wait to hear that fucking hunt episode. Hopefully we'll get a taste of that here soon. Like I said, let me know once you drop it. Well, I already know anyway when you drop it. And then fucking uh, make sure y'all go and fucking like and subscribe to this fucking podcast. You can find it on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and same place you can find it on the gun line. Check it out. Um, make sure you, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, do me a solid, man. We're at 71 subscribers. Doesn't sound like a lot, but to me that is. Let's make that push to 100, man. Let's make that push to 100. And again, I mean, it's not just about the numbers. I make, I want to make sure it reaches out to the person that wants to hear this. And that's what I like. You know what I'm saying? There's people that want to hear this shit, that want to just shoot the shit and just forget about the world for about a good hour, hour and a half. Yeah. So, brother, it's been a pleasure having you here as always. I'm definitely got to get you back on here, probably slap you in one of those midweek memos. Can't wait till you're finally out because then you can just be yourself. You're halfway there with that motherfucking beard. And definitely yeah. you gotta bring yourself over here on that on that bike, man. So I can go get myself a motorcycle too, and we'll go fucking ride, bro. Yeah, Fuck absolutely. Handlebar to handlebar, brother. That shit is. There's nothing more fun than that shit. So, yeah. with that said, y'all, I appreciate y'all being here. Make sure you check out the midweek memo. What the fuck we're gonna talk about? I don't know. When I say we, I mean me. So get ready for maybe a 15 minute rant about them dumb shit. Go ahead, brother. Oh, last thing. Hey, I do want to thank everybody that has uh, 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 listened to Under the Net and, and on the gun line. Um, you know, I, I didn't realize it, but I was looking at the stats. Uh, I had like, I think Hunts was 29 episodes and I've had like over 900 and, and something, 900 uh, listens. So, you know, that, that, was, uh, that was very big. Um, and and I, I got to say thank you to, uh, to everybody that does listen because that's, 
That's quite a bit. Um, just for the first Once? No, 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 no. Uh, total, total. Oh, okay. I thought you said Damn. Is no, no, no. Total, total, total <laughs> listeners, you know, it was, it was 900. And, and I kind of hit a small goal, which I knew I wasn't going to achieve. But I was like, man, maybe I can get 1,000 before I, you know, I do finish out. But I, I, I knew I wasn't going to hit it. Um, oh, great, but, baby. Because you know what? Yeah. Slowly but surely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so next year, you know, we'll definitely get a little bit better. And, and um, I, I thank everybody for, for listening to that. Yeah, it's awesome. Definitely so. And, you know, this, this thing that you see here, this under the, gun, on the, under the net and on the gun line, came from this guy right here. You know, he's the one that popped that shit in my fucking head. And due to life circumstances, shit happened. Next thing I know, I'm doing this shit. He's doing his own shit. It kind of worked out, though, because I think our styles are a little bit yeah, uh, I'm a little bit too uh too blue, <laughs> yeah, especially since you're still in. You know what I'm saying? I, I would have probably got you canceled, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no worries. All right, man, I appreciate you being here, brother. And um, once again, make sure you guys tune into the internet. The internet, what the fuck? Make sure you guys tune in to next Friday's shoot the shit. Well, uh, my guest will be Smoke Man from Smoke Survival Guide. I'm glad to have him. That's a pretty big guest for me. And um, hopefully that brings in more listeners. And you know what? There might be only 900 and some change that you had that are listeners, but at least you know those are 900 solid motherfuckers. You know right. what I'm saying? It's yep. people that want you to hear your shit. It's not just about the quantity. It's about the quality. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, Definitely. all right, y'all. Thanks for being here on the gun line with me. Love, peace, and hair grease. What the fuck do I usually say? Go ahead and close that shit out, brother. Rounds complete. Or in the mission, rounds complete. Smoke out. <laughs> I'm out. Bye, motherfuckers. <laughs> Damn it. Am I recording or...